Welcome to Chucking a Sickie. This week, I can't go to work because someone just got killed by a shark and I have to take my little boat out into the ocean and try and capture this great beast. I'm your host, Harry, and each episode, we invite a very special guest and go through their perfect day off. From the excuse they used to get off work to the song that sets the tone for the day, their favorite meal, and of course, their adventurous afternoon, a real-life Ferris Bueller's day off. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up from comedy superstars to bands, playwrights, actors, and hell, maybe even a great white shark. But this week, we have the dazzling Dan Rosario. Dan is a stand-up comic and TikToker, and did you know that Dan does stand-up nearly every single day? Dan is taking his show, White People Need to Relax, to the Edinburgh Festival Fringe from the 2nd to the 27th of August. So make sure to buy your tickets. Links to his show are in the description below. As always, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really means a lot to us. But for now, pull up that thermometer and get ready to call your boss because it's time for Chucking a Sickie. <coughs> Chuck a Sickie. Dan, thanks so much for joining Chucking a Sickie. My man, thank you. Thank you. I almost chucked a Sickie for this pod. <laughs> you should have. I think uh, it's only happened once so far that someone's chucked a sickie to actually record the <laughs> podcast, which is commitment to the cause. That's for sure. Yeah, nah. Now, to start off your perfect sick day, we have to start off in the worst possible situation. Mm. So for you, what has been the worst job that you've ever had to do? Worst job I've had isn't the, the best sickie I've pulled, but I've, okay. bro, I've had probably more shit jobs than like most people, I think. I've had some wild... I used to have a job... Um, spraying um, garbage trucks with a hose. <laughs> s- s- sorry, that's a, that's a real job. <laughs> yeah. How did how did you, I, I don't, how did you get into that? I don't even know. I was like, someone was like, "Hey, I found you a job." I was like, "What was it?" And they were like, "You got to drive to this like, like it was like a tip, and it was when the cars <laughs> yeah. the, the they dump the tip." like the garbage of the tip and they drive out i stand there and i'm wearing like a raincoat with a bucket hat with boots and i've got like an industrial hose and i'm just spraying like feces and shit and the flies were like huge and there were magpies yeah there was like so many dead animals on them because it was like in the country so like you'd the the trucks would hit a kangaroo there'd be blood all over it i'd spray all the guts off (laughs) i mean it sounds like you would also just smell terrible after it as well yeah i realized that um i've had a lot of jobs where i smell awful (laughs) Uh, that's a very normal thing i think for comedians i used to have another job this is fucked as well where i was working at a factory where they process green waste and my job specifically was I was the guy who would pick out the syringes out of the green waste. Oh, and it was on oh my a God. conveyor belt. And if yeah. I, I just grab a syringe out and put it in the bin. And I was getting $48 an hour because it was like, if you get Holy, stabbed. Yeah. people. The lady who before me got stabbed with a syringe and got AIDS. No joke. Oh No, yeah. that, that's got to be a lie. It's really? 100%, yeah. So, that's like the fear mongering that they do when you're on the beach and you, like you've got to wear shoes on the beach because you'll step on a syringe and get AIDS. Yeah. Um, but that actually happened to someone that you know. Yeah, and I in the Green Waste factory. I left there later on and when I when I quit, I found out from someone who had worked there that the guy who replaced me 
got caught in the conveyor belt, got pulled into the machine and tore his arm in half. Yeah, so it was a really bad job. That sounds terrible. I mean, how are you finding these jobs? I feel like you're on Craigslist. Like it's 2023, but you're still going on Craigslist for like the real insights. Well, this was 2018 when I had this job. But the the point of me bringing it up is because it was green waste and you would literally stink afterwards. I realized I had to wear three hairnets. Um, and it wouldn't get in my hair, but my hair would be putrid for days after working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it close enough for you to shave your head just so that you wouldn't have to smell your own hair? I'll never do that. I can't shave my head. <laughs> my whole <laughs> brand is the hair, bro. I can't do it's it. The- <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. So what would you say? I mean, you've had so many jobs. Would you say spray painting, uh, spraying the literal human faces off a garbage truck was the worst? That was pretty bad because I'd be covered in shit by the end of the job. But... Um, yeah the other one the needle one was pretty bad too yeah the needle one sounds awful also how much needles are there in green waste you'd be surprised i was surprised (laughs) i was very surprised i'm surprised there's more than one to be honest yeah and it was like really far away from where i lived it was two hours drive together (laughs) but it was like you'd literally get like fucking 500 dollars a day just to do that yeah okay so it's a good pay but like potential of aids not great yeah 100 (laughs) percent. you gotta wait up Uh, look that sounds both like pretty pretty bad jobs real stinky jobs but now you're well i mean you've been a comedian for a while have you met anyone else that is as addicted to comedy as you are yeah all my homies i guess i am particularly addicted i think it it suits my personality and my values very well but i definitely like my homie alessio Shout out to him. He's very addicted to comedy too. So yeah, I think it's just like the crew that sounds, I was in when I started. It sounds like you do it more or less every single day, or at least up until COVID, you were doing it like every, yeah, I do single it every day. day. I do comedy every day. Yeah. How'd I, you get into it? Stand up. Uh, like, I don't know. I just, I tried it when I was 19. I liked it, but I didn't like it enough. I liked chasing girls more. So I did that for a couple of years. And then <laughs> yeah. when I was in 2018, that's when I was like, okay, let's be a comedian. So I just started doing it every yeah. day. And there's so many gigs. People who like say they can't get gigs are full of shit, I think. Especially when you start. There's <laughs> yeah. so many open mics. I used to do like There music. are so many. I used to do music open mics. I still do fucking music open mics when I got nothing to Wait, do. Wait, what are music open mics? Like it's singing? Like, it's like an open mic for like artists. And you tell them, you go, hey, can I come down? They're like, yeah, what do you play? And you're like, ah, oh, guitar. And then you rock up and then you <laughs> yeah. just go on stage and do 10 minutes and everyone hates you and you leave. <laughs> Surely yeah. that was the worst type of gig. Yeah, but uh, often not like sort of people are like, shit at these open mics just like they are at music open mics like the guitarists and singers suck so when you go up there and you just have a <laughs> yeah. bit of fun people sort of like i don't know sometimes they were awful but sometimes they were yeah. really good and i had some great gigs there i, I don't I know a lot of comedians who are like younger nowadays and they still do a lot of open mics that are music based and um that's crazy i, I would have thought you would have steered clear as much as possible no nah, i'll do bro if we were to talk about all the fucked gigs i've done that's a whole other episode <laughs> right there bro i've done yeah some fucked up gigs in my time okay give us a little insight just tell us one terrible gig that you did well i used to go when i don't have well i still do this sometimes not as much as anymore but like in there were times where i'm like i got nothing to do today. there's no gigs i just go on instagram stories and be like yo who's got like a gig like your fucking auntie's birthday and i would rock up to like (laughs) a kick-ons at like 4 a.m with like a bunch of dudes just like racked off their tits and they're like, can you give us a performance? And I just do a gig to like these co You do a gig as a kick-ons? Yeah, just a random group of people's kick-ons. Whoever <laughs> just messaged me on Instagram. Yeah. 
How was the reception? Did they love it? Sometimes good, sometimes bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did I did one where it was like, I got asked to come um, to a thing. I rocked up and it was like three or four like fat Asian dudes all on coke <laughs> who had got an Airbnb and just hired a bunch of strippers. And they were oh like, so I'm just there with like the strippers. And I did one story yeah. and it bombed. And then I set, helped them set up their karaoke machine and then left. And they gave me 400 <laughs> cash. So I was like, eh. Oh, I mean, that's way better than trying to pick out syringes from a conveyor belt. Yeah, bro. That's it. That's it. That's for sure. I feel like, and we've discussed this on the podcast before with other comedians, any gig that you have to do where strippers are also there, I feel like you're, you've, it's always tough competition. Like no one's yeah. really there to hear a comedian when they're at a strip show. 100%. And it's funny you bring that up because I used to work at a strip club. I was the MC. Yeah. And they would also make me do comedy sometimes. And it would be the God. worst the worst experiences of my life doing comedy. Yeah, it's such, such a bad combo. That's for sure. Mm, now, yeah. you're heading to Edinburgh to do your show, um, White People Need to Relax. White People Need to Relax, yeah. This is your first time going to Edinburgh. Mm. How are you feeling about performing overseas uh, with... A pretty, pretty uh, clickbaity title, that's for sure. I absolutely love it. Yeah, well, that was the whole intention, eh? Like, I don't know. I was like, let's make it controversial. And then it, <laughs> it went really good at Melbourne and shit. So I was like, fuck it. Um, and then it wasn't until like I applied and got into Edinburgh where I was like, why the fuck am I going to Edinburgh? So now I'm just <laughs> yeah. going to like Europe. I have no fans. So if you listen yeah. to this, just come to the show, bro. It's going to be yeah. funny. But I got no UK fans, bro. I looked at the Instagram statistics. I got none in the UK. Oh, so it's going to be a lot of flyering. It's going to be a shitload of flyering, a lot of tears, a lot of blood. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a new but, worst job after this trip. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully Edinburgh goes well. Well, it's very exciting. I think Edinburgh, the market there will be exciting. Mm. I'm actually excited for you to go to Edinburgh for another reason. Mm. I know that you love like weird parts of organs of meat. Uh, I understand that's something you like to eat. So, <laughs> Edinburgh seems like the place for you. Bro, how did you <laughs> know this? Uh, I, I, I do my research. I... I <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited for you to finally go to a place that that's all they want to do. All they want is the weird. They don't even serve like yes. the nice parts of a, a cow. They'll just serve everything yeah, else. Yeah, the blood puddings, the haggis, all this kind of thing. Which I also I've never had a haggis, but I love blood pudding. But I actually am yeah. low key so excited to try this stuff. Yeah, you're going to be in your element. But I'm very excited for you to try haggis for the first time. Yeah. Um, and on on the food topic, duck fat. It's something that you run as well. Oh, I don't do it anymore. I did, that was like a... Oh, okay. I did that quite a long time ago. That was like from 2021 to sort of the end of 2022. Then I stopped it to focus on the solo show for Comedy Fest. Yeah. Is, I'm doing a once-off duck fat just before I go to Edinburgh. Um, but it's more for a bit of fun. But yeah, Duck Fat was great yeah. time. That was a good gig. That was the best gig, I think. Best gig. <laughs> you ran it, so it was the best gig. Nah, bro, it was honestly the best. It wasn't like a comedy gig because, bro, let's be real. Comedy is a nerdy scene for like arts people. Um, and when I started, <laughs> yeah. that was sort of let me down because like I sort of grew up with like a lot of like LA and New York comedians as my inspo. So when I yeah. started, I was always like, why aren't people like rowdy in the comedy scene? Because <laughs> yeah. there's like the nerdy comedy people in the north side. And there's like the South yeah. Side Chapel Street party people who I sort of hung out with in my early 20s. So I was like, why don't I just like bring what I know from the comedy and like do a gig on Chapel Street and make it like real rowdy. So I was yeah. and it just like worked. And it was like a <laughs> yeah. fucking huge hectic night out and just like 
crushing laughs and fun. So it was like, it was like a business thing that I was like, okay, would this work? And it worked. And I was like, eh. And it brought a bit of fun. Like all the comedians were like, have you done Dan's gig? It's like so different. It's a lot more rowdy. Yeah, and, that's great. Yeah, so I like that. Really making a name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you've made quite a bit of a name for yourself on TikTok as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that the the Fatima character, um, mm. I heard that you might have had to uh, get rid of the name of Fatima and just make it an uh, ethnic woman. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about why that why that happened? Yeah, dude pulled a knife on me at a party. These <laughs> Moroccan Muslims, they pulled a knife on me and said they're going to stab me. And they knew where I lived and the guy had been to jail. That's so, terrifying yeah so i did the opportunity cost a lot of i would like to shout out a lot <laughs> yeah. of muslim people loved my loved my content um but it wasn't yeah. until that happened i was like oh maybe and also i was sort of done with the character anyway like it had it had, had its time in the sun and sort of move on to yeah. other things i guess so i think when you get a knife pulled on you that's probably a time to you know mm. change up the material ever so slightly yeah and it's like i just don't want my mum to get a letter in the mail oh, she wouldn't get a letter <laughs> yeah. in the mail but she'd get a call. Rid- written in blood yeah. it's all a bit yeah. <laughs> a bit over the written top horse's head in your bed <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh goodness yeah. <laughs> Okay, well let's let's get back to your perfect sick day. And you said that you've chucked some pretty good sickies. Oh yeah. So, in order to get a sick day, you've got to have a pretty good excuse. So, what would your excuse be to get out of work for the day? In this now, I just be like, "Yo, I'm taking a day off because I have a gig. I don't care anymore." Like, my yeah, caribou. Okay. Like, but back in the day, I did some crazy ones. There was one job I had. I had a call center job in 2018, and I was at work, and I just left. <laughs> I just, just walked like, out didn't say anything just I just and then the boss saw me walking out yeah. and he started calling me and I just he, he's like what are you doing and I was like I just I'm just going and he was <laughs> yeah. like what are you you can't just what are you talking about and I was like I know but I'm just gonna do it so like yeah I, I don't know and then he said you can't come back tomorrow and I was like I'll call you tomorrow and he's like okay I'll talk to you then and then <laughs> so that was that was pretty funny one i was like that's i mean i've never heard of a mic drop actual leave i've i've never had the confidence to ever do that i would love to do a mic drop exit but i just feel like it takes a lot of balls yeah nothing really it wasn't like a it was i wasn't like angry or anything i was just like "Eh, yeah i'm gonna i want to go you've had the day off now it's not a big night it's a big day baraka performance um they haven't sponsored us yet but they will one day i can almost guarantee it so what would be your baraka performance song to pump you up for a big day in the mornings i like to listen to a marvin gay song called um is that enough or is it enough i don't know but it's 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 like my morning song okay i, I don't think i need to be pumped up in the morning i don't like getting up with too much energy um i like to like i like a song you know how people have set alarms and they choose a song. I like a song that slowly yeah. builds. I feel like I wake up more gracefully and okay. that sets the day off positive. If it's like, I'm yeah. just like, I'm in a bad mood. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I think my pump up yeah. song would be more fucking relaxing than a pump up song, but it would be Marvin Gaye. Is that enough or is it enough? That is, I think these are the two options, right? It's either like a Skrillex, like pump mm. you up, like really alert you or something that eases you in. So Marvin Gaye, is yes. that enough, like eases you in. Are you a big, big Marvin, Marvin Gaye fan? I love soul, soul music's my shit, eh? Marvin Gaye, Sade, okay. Badu, um, that's my shit. So yeah, Marvin Gaye's, yeah, I fucking love that cunt. R.I.P, baby. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> How did you get? How did you get into soul music? Just through Spotify nah, recommends, or you just your yeah, parents? Parents, bro, fucking Spotify. Nah, I used to get played when I was a kid. <laughs> my mum 
Mum's a big both my whole family is very musical and like they would play Marvin Gaye, Sade, um, a lot of uh, fucking Midnight Train, the Georgia leaving on the Midnight, all that kind of shit. Oh, Motown, yeah. that was big. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was always a subconscious influence. I think I do comedy with that sort of philosophy. I think you know, like when you hear about the writing of soul musicians and artists, I think the way I do comedy is very similar. Where it's very like in the flow. It's not on the grid. It's yeah. not too like, it's just sort of like in the moment being present with it. I think that's with all things, whether it be music, yeah. food, comedy or, or anything like sex or fucking movies, whatever. I feel like I go to that sort of, sort of authentic, sort of natural, a little bit off that kind of yeah. attitude, you know? <laughs> that's great. It's funny that you mentioned that as well. Cause I know that being in the moment is big in your comedy. I know sometimes you get mm. up on stage and you just, make things up yeah. as you go instead of i guess going through like your yeah. your set which seems like to me absolutely mm. terrifying but for you it just seems like run in the middle like you love it being fresh yeah and i think it's i think it's got to do with a couple of things i think first thing it's like laziness i think it i sometimes i haven't got <laughs> yeah. any new gear so i'm like i'll just write some on stage you know the second one is like it's yeah. a muscle that i've always had like i like that kind of music i like a big fan of radiohead and i think i'm like you know yeah when i listen to interviews and stuff about songs i really liked often it comes they're like yeah we were just jam and chili peppers they always start every set with a yeah. jam you know and in my formative years like age 10 to like 16 that was all i listened to so yeah I think me too. the concept of yeah exactly like going on stage and just being in the context addressing the room where we are you see something weird sort of talk about how you're feeling what happened to you today all these kind of talking points are just how to bring number one attention straight into the present you know what i mean mm. um that, that yeah. also weakens my writing ability so i've sort of yeah. had to adapt that and sort of write and on stage and sort of get comfortable with bringing new ideas up and and you know i think i, I naturally have good timing as well so i think all these sort of like facets sort of feed into that being pr- i know yeah, some people all together there are a lot of great comedians who just have to have the every joke written out word for word yeah but i just don't do that you know so the riffing i definitely respect it i could never do it but the riffing is just absolutely fantastic and i guess it works with soul music as well it is so much just being in the move in the moment you've got marvin gay to start off Mm. now where would you go in your local area for your favorite like meal it could be a lunch it could be a brunch like what what where would you go for your favorite meal a1 Bakery, bro. Straight up. A1 Bakery. A1, A1 Bakery. Fucking A1. Okay. Shouts out to the boys at A1 Bakery. I love those boys. I love the joint. I love the fucking food. And I'm um, very happy that comedy has worked well enough for them to be fans of me now. They come to my shows. Yeah, that's great. I rep the merch. And I, you know, I've been going there for years, long before I did comedy. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I love A1. Shouts out to the homies. That's awesome. What would you get from A1 Bakery? Depends on what time of day, but if we're going morning, I'm getting a cheese pie. I'm getting a fucking falafel platter with fuckload of oil and chili, bro. <laughs> Fuck me up with chili. I'm getting a latte with soy. I probably might even fucking get the fucking, the, uh, the uh, what's it called? Like a pita bread or? Nah, fuck you, bro. That's some white answer right there, bro. No, it's yeah, like the, I don't know. The, uh, the pizza with the cucumber and the thing. I, I, I forget the names, but. Pizza with, like. I, I fuck with me some. I can get anything off that menu, bro. If, if you want me I to get anything off that menu. Do you know how many fucking yeah. dates I've been to A1 Bakery? <laughs> it's the best place to go what's, on what, I mean, what, what's the vibe of A1? I've never been. What's the vibe of A1 Bakery? You've never been? No, I'm based in Sydney. 
Bro, oh, you got to come down just for that. Fly down. Yeah, I've got to fly a, down. It's just a Lebanese like, bakery. bakery. It's a Lebanese bakery. Yeah. And it's funny because it's so Lebo. Like, they, like on fucking Sydney Road, I feel like when, when like anything, like when a, when you make a lot of money, you renovate, you change yeah. it, you make it more fast. But they never renovated it. It's so fucking 80s inside. And it looks cool as fuck. The tables are sort of like in a weird position that was weirdly 80s. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. run by the same family. Also, the oh, name I love that. the name is so fob. It's called A1 Bakery, bro. A1 Bakery. Yeah. Why would you think A1 Bakery? They want it to be top of the phone book. They want <laughs> yeah. it to be A1. We were, that's so fob. Like, we want to be number one. First page. They could have called it, like, yeah. you know, Lebanese Bakery or, like, something. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, this teach. is the way to cheat the system. They want to teach the white people. Nah, nah, nah fuck all that shit. We want to be number one. A1 Bakery, bro. Anyway, that's genius. That's that's good marketing. You yeah. can't you can't blame uh, genius. That's yeah. for sure. I fuck with that shit, bro. I love all that yeah. shit. Yeah. That sounds great. Now, if you could go anywhere in the world for your perfect meal... Mm. Any meal in the entire world, money's not an option here. Like anything, where would you go for your perfect meal? If we're going to take in comfort, like I like Indian and Sri Lankan food a lot because I'm Indian, but I've been there and I've had the best meals and I was really uncomfortable to be there. But if I was like, yeah, I have to go anywhere. Okay. I've never been to France and I love French food. So I'm going to go to France. Um, but I also yeah, like French meal. I also really, really like like Middle Eastern food. So like I'd probably go to like Morocco <laughs> or something. So far, you're going everywhere. So you're going yeah. India, Sri Lanka, France, yeah, and Morocco. I'll, I'll, I'll say France. I'll lock in France. Okay, France. Lock in France. Done. I mean, you could have the Indian food, but it's just a really comfortable place you're eating at. I mean, nah. I've already been there. Fuck it's it. Not, it's not authentic. If I get the free yeah. trip, if I get the free flights yeah. for the meal, I'd go for to, to, for France. To France. Eat, yeah. eat atop the Eiffel Tower, perhaps. Yeah, some shit like this. I, I think they got <laughs> mad bakeries. I love bread, so I'd go get them. A baguette, a croissant, or something. Now, like Ferris Bueller, uh, you've got to have an afternoon activity. So if you could do anything with anyone, what would you do for your perfect afternoon activity on your day off? If it's good weather, I'd go down to the beach and with a crew and DJ decks and I'd get lit and we'd (laughs) get someone to DJ while we all jump around, have fun and swim and have lots of fun like that or i could yeah. i also love going away like i got a car you put the seats down so i'd like to drive off maybe with a girl maybe with a girl yeah. i've been hanging out with maybe with yeah, a, okay. a pretty lady who we've planned a little trip <laughs> yeah. packed a couple of joints and some mushies and we drive off into the woodlands no nah, no nah, fuck the woodlands we go yu yang's or somewhere where there's not yu yang's we go to um wilson's prom with the beach Oh, yeah. And yeah, like take nice. some mushies and go for a big hike, swim. I love all that shit, bro. I'm full nature. I'm a jungle so, boy at heart, I think. Yeah, more more nature-based. Yeah, it, big Tarzan. It's funny boy. you say that as well. I mean, on your perfect day, you could do both. You could go have a beach party um, and then you could go to wherever Wilson's Prom and yes. go for a hike if you want. Yes. Would not recommend driving after. You're probably going to have to stay there for at least yeah. a couple of weeks Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to make the most of it. Um, now, do you have a beach in mind that you'd want to go to? Uh, in, I like the Sydney beaches, so I haven't explored as much. But if I was in Melbourne, I'd probably go to like Half Moon Bay. But Half Moon Bay is a bit Half sold Bay, out okay. now. I feel like it's sold out a little bit. So I would probably go... Yeah. A secluded beach, maybe. A secluded beach with some rocks and some nice water, yeah. I like a secluded beach. Yeah. I mean, I have heard, you're one of the few Melbourne people that I know that is like, I like Sydney and I like Melbourne. Um, and it's... It's a pro- it's refreshing to have someone that is like you know what they're both fine cities. Now Melbourne's 
not as good as Sydney, let's be real. But <laughs> Sydney, Sydney is fucking cracker. Like Sydney's got yeah. like sick natural environments weaved in with the beach, but we have yeah. better kebabs. So there's like a fucking... <laughs> Which is you know, important. Yeah. Well, have you been out to Auburn and, and Granville? It's and... not as good as here. It's not as good you as here. You reckon? I did a big West day um, when yeah. I was there. And they, they're good, but like, I didn't obviously try them all, but I don't know. I've heard from a lot of people as well in the fucking know-how that I feel like... The food's not better here. I think we just have lots of different kinds of food that Sydney might miss up on. Yeah. So I think that would be... Okay. But also, I think Sydney's better. In, I would still rather live in Sydney, if we're going to be <laughs> Yeah. Let's be fair. That's fair. Now, on your perfect afternoon, would you want a cameo of someone attending as well? Because, I mean, you've got your girl that you're going to the Wilson's prom with, but at the beach party, do you want someone DJing that's famous? Vince Colosimo. of someone? <laughs> I want to so hang out with Vince Colosimo. At the beach. Okay. Are you a big Vince Colosimo fan? I'm guessing. I'm a big Vince Colosimo fan. I fucking love him and everything. Chopper's my favorite movie. He's cracker. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure his daughter follows me on Instagram. I think she might have liked the Okay, video so there's two. an in. Yeah, but I don't want to follow a possibility her here. I don't want to follow her back because I don't want to simp. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, I love your dad. <laughs> but I do love her, his, yeah. her dad. She's yeah. got to come to a show and then naturally it's got to happen and she's going to say, listen, you've really got to meet my dad and then we'll go to Wilson's prom. It will be fantastic. Yes, that's the vibes, brother. That's the vibes. And then you get in with the family. It'll be fantastic. You go to A1 Bakery yes. and He's, have your date probably there. probably already be at A1 Bakery. <laughs> yeah. I think he lives north side. He's got it all sorted. Okay, well, let me let me repeat back your perfect day to you. So you're starting off the day in your absolute worst job. So you're spraying off literal human feces off a garbage uh, truck. You're smelling awful. But then thankfully, uh, you decide just to walk out of that job. You don't need an excuse. You just get, you get out of there. You tell your boss, oh, I'll call you tomorrow. You never call. So you've got the day off. You've got the whole day off. And you started off nice and smooth with Marvin Gaye, Is That Enough?, but then you're feeling a bit hungry. So you go to A1 Bakery and you eat more or less everything. You have a cheese pie, a falafel platter, you have a, um, a coffee, uh, a soy latte, just everything. Um, absolutely eating it up. As much Lebanese food as your heart can, can stomach. And then in the afternoon, you're going to a secluded beach. You're going to have Vince Colosimo. He's, he's partying with you. You got a DJ there. But in the afternoon, you're taking your girl, uh, who you don't know if you've met yet, but you, you definitely, she's just magically going to appear, the perfect girl. Uh, and you're taking her to Wilson's prom. Uh, you're going to ingest some delicious mushrooms. We won't say what type, but definitely some mushrooms and go for some hikes and go to the beach there. How does that sound for your perfect day off? That sounds fucking cracker bro. <laughs> yeah. straight up i forgot all the things i said until you were like, that was like a because it was like such a period piece because i feel like everything you listed at different times in my life like yeah the job and also going to the beach with a big crew that was a big part of my early 20s so it was sort of yeah. like a like a like a, a nutribullet of experiences <laughs> yeah. that you it was a very ethereal all different years of your life because i know that you're a bit a bit more of like a party scene dofa when you were a bit younger and then I guess yeah. you don't do that as much anymore. I guess if you're doing comedy every night, you don't really anymore. have a time to do it all. Yeah, I retired. Yeah. I'm full <laughs> grandpa now. You hung up the uh, party boots. Yeah, I can't be fucked. I don't like it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah. with being a grandpa. I, I back it 110%. Yeah, it's also like all the negative shit that happened to me. Like my last girlfriend cheated on me and she was a big <laughs> part of that world. And I, when yeah, that happened, okay. I was like, oh yeah, like that world is like bad. <laughs> so I just like, of it. I just take a step back from all partying doof related activities obviously i like yeah. to like 
have fun with people but i feel like my energy goes more towards having fun in nature now like going on hikes yeah that's more you, my you've style. reached that age oh hiking yeah. i said this uh, the other week when i was speaking to someone else who also chose a hike as their perfect activity i've mm. got to say hiking in nature nothing better than it who was it it was An- annie louis mm. she absolutely loved to hike me and annie louis have been on a hike before bro no way Fucking uh, was it in japan by chance fuck nah i haven't, I'm, <laughs> okay. I haven't been to japan with annie louis but we me and her we hiked from it wasn't even a technically a hike, but it was like the Bondi to Kuji walk. <laughs> that is not a hike. That is a brother. Brisk come walk at on, best. man. <laughs> at best. And we were going like this. We were going like this, up and down, up and down. It was, it was yeah. a hike. <laughs> yeah, I, look, technically, it's a hike. I'll take it. If I told someone like, "Hey, do you reckon I could walk to Kuji from Bondi in like half an hour?" I'd be like, "Nah, man, it's a hike." Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Sydney is definitely a hilly city. That's for sure. Everything's a hike, no matter yeah, what you straight do. Up. Straight up. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We're very excited to see you at the Fringe. Oh, brother, thank you for having me. And yeah, if you fucking listen to this, come to my show, bro. I'll make you laugh. I'm proper <laughs> funny, all right? I promise you. And yeah. thank you, bro, for having me on, eh? That's all good, Dan. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, peace out. I'll see you around and uh, fight the power. Save the fish. <laughs> Save the fish. <laughs> Chukasiki. Well, there you have it, the perfect day off for Dan Rosario. Not the first person to want everything from his favorite restaurant. Also, picking out needles from Greenway sounds like some type of absurd torture. Honestly, one of the worst jobs. And the fact that someone actually got AIDS from it is absolutely terrifying. Make sure to grab your tickets to see Dan's show, White People Need to Relax, that is coming to the Edinburgh Festival Fringe. Links to tickets are in the description below, as always. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, do all of the things and follow us on our socials, Chuck in a Sickie podcast, and join us next week for another perfect day off on Chucking a Sickie.